Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Byte with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. It's another edition of Tech Bites. Ten thousand. Oh, no, that's, that's later. Not, yeah, okay. not yet. You're messing Mark it up. Mark Strauss, good morning, sir. Good morning, Bulldog. Coach and Big Al. No, 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 no. no. See, obviously you're not not listening. (laughs) The role of Big Al today is being played by the dude is here today. Hi, Mark. Oh, forgive me. Okay, well, sorry. I was unaware. Yeah, obviously. It's all good, buddy. It's fine. No problem. Thanks a lot. Oh, thanks, Bulldog. You don't make me look bad as soon as I come in. Oh, you, know, just you don't. Me off my you, game. Mark, you I don't need my help. To, oh, my gosh. I'm like. You scared. don't need my help to make you look bad. Stop it. <laughs> Please. Well, listen. Yeah. First of all, I got a great show for us today because, first of all, I just want to say it is show 94. Since last week I got it wrong, but yeah. this is truly show 94. The second thing. Um, I want to tell people, again, that um, if they go to Mark Strauss and any podcast now, you can find all the podcasts, and there's a reason why I'm telling you that, because there was a major uh, headline this week that I think everyone who has been paying attention will be kind of like, will actually have known this was going to happen if they had uh, listened to the, um, to the tech Biden September 9th, 2020. We talked about autonomous cars and what happens if they should crash. And in the headline around May 27th, there was an incident in San Francisco where an autonomous car blocked a fire truck. And actually, of course, the fire truck from being delayed, getting into a, a fire, an accident scene. And the thing is, is the autonomous car did not know how to handle that particular situation and completely did the wrong thing. And I think what's amazing about this, you know, when we talk about things in the, um, in the tech site about what could potentially happen, that edge, you know, and by the way, it's a great idea to do Ocean 98, to do the 98th show about radio. I love that. We're going to do that. And the point is, though, the stuff that we're talking about really is important. This is stuff that society is going to be dealing with. And I think it's amazing. We covered this, and it's now happening. Now, Mark, now, Mark, there, uh, I, I have a solution. For real. Do you know when, like, uh, an ambulance comes through they they make a squelch sound or something like that to change lights right why can't they install something like that in cars you hear you put that sound out there for emergency vehicles and the cars know to move over well obviously it, we all realize with this such a major headline um they're going to, they're going to work on this and you're right I mean, Bulldog, they're going to have to come up with all kinds of new ways to reimagine the way you do emergency vehicles around the city how those vehicles actually interact with mm. your cars. And remember that little little item we talked about, 5G and its importance so that things can actually communicate to each other super fast. Well, that's why, remember, we said all the carriers want 5G. One of those reasons was autonomous cars. We've also discussed that. And, Got it. Um, yeah, I mean, we really do need to get some form of um, bio, bi-directional feedback mm. between um, emergency vehicles, cars in general, speaking to each other, and also the actual road speaking about conditions on the road to the cars. And um, we're going to see all that happen. It's, it's pretty fascinating. But now, let's just jump to water. Because um, I was actually, and this is how I went down this, this rabbit hole, I don't know if anyone has looked at pictures of Lake Mead recently, 
but I was traveling over Vegas um, by plane um, three weeks ago, and I was at the National Association of Broadcasters looking down in Lake Mead. I said, I have to do a show on water scarcity because Lake Mead's down around 233 feet. And this is Whoa. right after winter, and it's really down. And 233 kind of, feet? Yeah, three. And they're actually... He doesn't listen. Lake Mead is... 233 high. feet? Did you just say it's down 233 yes. feet? Yes, I did. That's huge. So, it is huge. And actually, they're only 100 feet away. Uh, where they have to be at a thousand feet base to keep the dam flowing at full capacity, where they're going to lose the capacity to actually, you know, fill Hoover Dam with enough water or back pressure to keep all the turbines running. So ultimately, I was thinking of water scarcity, and then in my research, Israel comes up repeatedly, and the reason for that is in the 2000s, the Middle East was going through the worst drought they had ever seen in 100 years around Israel. Israel hadn't really been around for 100 years, but you get it. For the existence of Israel, this was the worst quarter drought. And what would happen, just like in California, all their wells were starting to dry out. In fact, the land was starting to shift down. Did you know in California, in some areas of the San Joaquin Valley, you know, the valley between Los Angeles and San Francisco that you drive on the five, there's been sinkholes in areas that are actually going down by feet because we have actually taken all the water out of the ground and all the ground is starting to settle. So we definitely are running out of groundwater in the United States, just like Israel did. So what did Israel do? Israel went from the year 2000 today to having water abundance in the desert. Wow. So I just want everyone to think about that for a second. Israel had no true water sources, and now they have enough water that their water and their technology and water and then energy, which, of course, they never had oil, but now they have oil and gas and some huge oil reserves. And again, sorry, gas reserves, natural gas reserves. They are such, they are such meticulous scientists that they, with American cooperation and help, have discovered gas. They have discovered ways to reclaim water. They have discovered ways to create energy that are innovative at every level. So let's go to talk just about water. First thing they did in the 60s is they built, well, it really started in the 50s, but it, it ended in the 60s. They built a trench that, was, that really stretched the, whole, the whole, whole long distance of Israel. So when you look at Israel, it's a very long country. And they have this canal that brings water all the way through, through their, their country. Then from there... They, especially after 2000, when they had this terrible water scarcity, they started, they installed all of these, which they've done in California, you know, efficient, um, sorry, uh, bathroom efficiency utilities, like, you know, um, bathtub showers and toilets that all have high efficiency um, abilities to, to reduce water usage. So they did all that. But all that gave them was a 15% gain in water but they had a deficiency of 60%. So what were they going to do to really build up some water reserves and to take the stress off of their wells? Well, this is where the story gets amazing. They started to do reclamation from the sea, but they had no gas, so that was extremely expensive to do desalinization from the ocean. And for people who don't know what that is, it's taking in ocean water, taking out the salt, 
um, and to get all the nasty things that are in the water and then making fresh salt flows, fresh water out of that. Well, Israel created about, made many, many desalination plants um, um, on the Mediterranean side of their country. And after they got the desalination plants up, they also came up with a way to recycle 86% of their water to agriculture. So in America, we barely recycle any water. It all goes out to the ocean once we've used it. So imagine a country that's reclaiming 80%, 86% of its water goes right back. So you go to the bathroom, it goes to a reclamation plant, and from there it goes straight back into agriculture. So they've got this really closed loop system. To give you an example of how efficient that is, the nearest country is at 30% to Israel. Wow. Now, just to really give you guys an understanding of geopolitics and technology and why all of this stuff is interrelated. People probably wanted to know, and it was, certainly wasn't Trump or anything America did, why was suddenly Israel making peace deals in, in the Middle East, considering Israel has never been at peace with any of its neighbors, but suddenly, for example, Egypt really created an amazing peace and negotiation and deal and then you remember the, the, the United Arab Emirates, they decided to make a peace deal with Israel. And everyone was, whoa, things are changing. Guys, you know what changed? Water. Mm-hmm. Israel now is becoming a dominant superpower based on water and energy. And energy is something we can tackle in another tech buy. But it's mm-hmm. insane that with them just constantly going after this problem for the last 20 years, have not only fixed it, but they're now selling water to their neighbors. And that is my tech bite for today. Well, can I just be the first to say mazel tov on that one, Israel? Huh? That's what I'm saying. How about it? Mm-hmm. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Jews conquer the desert again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. All right. Good one, Mark. That's good. That's Thanks. really interesting. So, yeah, it is interesting. We Very can- interesting. We can fix our problems in the United States. We really do have the technologies to fix our water problems. And I, that's the good news. And Israel really points us in that direction. In Morocco, by the way, one other place that has no water whatsoever, they're putting up these incredible nets that, that capture dew in the morning. And they're starting to reforest deserts in Morocco based on this ancient technology. You put a sail up, and the sail gives dew, and the dew you know, passes into a, a trough and the trough goes into a big storage area. And they're actually ga- they're actually taking back the desert. So I have good news that water scarcity does not have to be, but again, remember what we've always talked about in Tech Bite, takes us, the people, putting responsible government people into government positions so that they do these jobs. That's we know it's possible, but we have to elect people to do it. Hmm. All right, Tech Bite 94, very good one there, Mr. Mark Strauss. And again, if you want to check out, uh, just look up Mark Strauss, S-T-R-O-S-S. Look him up on any platform, and you'll be able to find your Tech Bites, all 94 of them, and growing. So good job, Mark. And, by the way, thank you, Bulldog. You're welcome. Thank you, Coach and Big Al. And and I know he's not there today, but for this privilege to do this, to have this library now for all of us is really a lot of fun. So I'm really excited about it. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. See you. We'll do. Bye. Bye.